Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Podcast Manager Show. I am excited to bring you a four-part series on how to land your first client in four weeks. Now, we chatted a little bit about this on Instagram and you guys were excited and ready for this information, which got me even more excited to deliver it to you. So in this first installment, we are going to talk about the first five steps to land a client in four weeks. So hey, let's not waste any more time. Let's dive in to these steps. We're going to start with the basics and then we'll dive deeper and deeper into this topic of landing your first client in four weeks. And when I say first client, maybe this is not your first client ever, even your first podcast management client, but maybe it's like your first good client, you know, clients, they can be good for different reasons, but you're like, I'm ready to get serious. I'm ready to kind of get into this next phase of my business and I'm ready to land that first client. This information in this episode and then the three following it are going to be helpful in accomplishing that goal. So number one thing that you need to start with landing a client is the skills, right? You need the skills of podcast management. And the skills are editing, writing show notes, writing episode descriptions, scheduling those episodes, creating social graphics, doing a little bit of light video editing perhaps nowadays, looking at podcasting stats so you can deliver that information to your clients each month. And then the list could go on, but I'll just add on to those skills, possibly guest management, booking guests to be on your clients' shows. So those are the skills that I encourage you to learn in order to get started as a podcast manager and to land that first client. Do you need more skills than that? No. You really do not. And so if you are wanting to add on different skills, maybe to even differentiate yourself from others, I love that idea. But if you are still focused on landing your first client, I wouldn't worry so much about adding on different skills. I would focus on those and get serious about learning those. And the great news is that you do not have to have them down pat when you get started. In fact, you're continually learning and getting better and better at these skills and even outsourcing some that you're like, hey, I'm never going to get better. <laughs> I've reached my my peak on this skill and I'm going to maybe outsource that once you have more clients if you if you choose to. But number one thing, the skills. And you can learn that inside of the Podcast Manager program. You can learn that on YouTube. There are different ways that you can learn the skills. But by far, that is your first step. Your second step is setting up your storefront. So I want to take you mentally to like a small downtown. And maybe you see a coffee shop and a clothing store and maybe a police station. And you see all of these stores that are in business. And maybe you didn't think that you wanted a coffee or you didn't think that you wanted an ice cream, but then you saw that storefront and you realized, oh, yep, that's what I need to get. 
So although we are not working in person most of the time, we still want to keep that same idea of having a storefront so that people know that we're in business. I think this is also important because we might feel a little bit maybe shy about our businesses, especially if we don't have a lot of confidence, yet we don't necessarily want to post it everywhere, maybe. Maybe we don't want every single person we've ever known to know about this quite yet. And that's okay. You can keep your personal life separate from your business, but your business has to have a presence somewhere. So usually this is on social media. There are some exceptions, but 99% of us are going to be networking and finding clients on social media. So if I were to find you on social media, I should know that you're a podcast manager. So go look at your Instagram, your Facebook, your TikTok, whatever it is that you're using. And with new eyes, look at it and say, can someone tell that they can hire me to provide the service of podcast management? If it's going to take them a second to figure that out, something needs to change because we have to be able to see that you are in business. An extension of your storefront is your portfolio or your website. I would first start with a portfolio. So if we are thinking of just in the concept of landing your first client in four weeks, do not even think about a website. (laughs) Put that out of your head. Make that like a six-month to one-year goal. Once you've got the money coming in and you can hire this out to someone, that is when you want to think about a website. Create a kick-butt portfolio that is going to really show what you have to offer, what your prices are, how someone can connect with you, and that will pair very well with your social media. We're going to dive deeper into those two topics later in the series, but right now we are starting with the first steps that you want to do. Number one, skills. Number two, your storefront. Number three is you need to have a process to walk your clients through. This is the game changer. This is the secret sauce. This is this is it, right? And I, I also could argue that for the portfolio. I feel very passionate about those things. But the reason that the process is so important is for many reasons, but I will list a couple here. When you don't have a process, you can get stuck in the DMs giving people advice. You can actually connect with someone and and not know where to take them next. Also, your professionalism suffers and therefore your perceived value, which is then your pricing. So if you don't have some sort of system that you're walking a client through and you're kind of just fumbling your way along, once you give them that final number, they have it in their head that, oh, well, maybe she's just getting started. She or he doesn't quite have their wits about them yet. And although that may be a little bit true, (laughs) right, that we don't have it all figured out, we can still come with a strong sense of professionalism, a strong sense of, hey, I know something which is valuable, right, compared to what the client knows, which is probably very little about podcasting. So having that process, knowing where you are going with the client, knowing what the next step is, so you can guide your client through it. The most specific example of this that I want to give you, because I get on lots of different discovery calls, especially with me as the client, is leading the discovery call. And it is with doing more discovery calls that your confidence and your smoothness comes in having that discovery call conversation. 
But when you do get on a discovery call, you want to graciously, you don't have to do this aggressively, but you want to graciously take the lead, walk the client through what it's like working with you. So they can sit back and say, cool, great, answer your questions, tell you about their show. And they don't have to lead another thing in their life, right? That is just one example of what it feels like when you have a process to walk your clients through. So if you are in the Podcast Manager program, make sure you are crystal clear about the proven process that we have. But if you are not, sit down and take some notes on what your process is going to be so that you can be clear with yourself and you can walk your client through that process. All right, your fourth step is to get some experience and testimonials. This is one of my favorites because it's kind of the elephant in the room that you're hoping maybe that no one's going to ask you if you have any experience. (laughs) You're hoping that no one's going to bring it up. But instead of hoping, wishing, we can do something about it. We can be proactive and go out and get experience. Yes, this is a problem that we can solve for ourselves. How liberating is that? So if you, in your head, you're thinking like, I just want to get started so I can get some experience, but I can't get started because I don't have experience. I'm just going to be honest. That is partly true, right? So let's go out and get a little bit of experience. Experience can look like you speaking into a mic just like I am right now and then editing your own words. So you can just get some experience editing. Experience also might be doing a testimonial project where you're working for someone in exchange for their feedback. So it's similar to working for pay, right? You want to do a great job. You're working with someone that you do not know. Maybe you do know them. Maybe it's a friend that has a podcast. Maybe you don't know them. Either way is fine. But you're getting some experience so you can say, yes, I have worked with someone before. Even if it was a one-off job that was an unpaid job, you still have the experience to say that you've done this before. All right. The fifth thing that you need to land a client in four weeks is some courage. Is this not the truth? (laughs) Let me tell you that there is no one that I have talked to that was absolutely crystal confident when they went to, to land those first couple of clients. So if there is one thing that we all have to muster within ourselves to get this thing started, it is some courage. The great news is that you only have to have courage for a couple of seconds to get to the next step, to start the discovery call, to start the conversation, to get that portfolio published, to write that process out. And the great news is as you take action, you then increase your confidence and you can start relying more on that confidence rather than on strict courage. All right, in our second episode in this series, we are going to talk about how to put yourself out there to land your first client in four weeks. We're going to talk about practical things that you can do to put yourself out there and also some stumbling blocks, mental stumbling blocks that may be holding you up from putting yourself out there. I want to hear from you on how this series is helping you to take that next step to land your client. So head over to Instagram. Let me know what you're taking away from this episode, whether you are doing all five of these things or you just have one or two that you need to tweak in order to take the next step, which we will talk about next week. I'm so glad that you joined me for this episode. Before you go, if you want to start making $5,000 a month 
without taking on a million clients, I have a special masterclass that is free just for you. Go get all the information, grab your seat at laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass, and I'll see you there.